The IRSD Spotlight is back. After taking a brief hiatus to prepare for the February 13th Major Capital Improvement Referendum, we are returning with a variety of new episodes to carry us through the end of the 2019-2020 school year. In the coming months, we hope to produce segments highlighting our district's Teacher of the Year, a special program to enhance mental health services in our schools, and the various community service activities performed by our students. But first, we're going to focus on Youth Art Month and a special program in the town of Selbyville that is displaying and promoting artwork by district students. I'll be joined by Jackie Bates of the Selbyville Community Club, who will tell us about Youth Art Month and the corresponding art show that is being housed at the Selbyville Public Library throughout March. I'm Dave Mall, and this is the IRSD Spotlight. Arts joined the core courses because the vision the children have through creating comes alive through their art. I don't think people realize their cell phones wouldn't be around if we didn't have people with art background doing the pics and the colors and the adaptations. The community will not believe the talent is revealed in the pieces that are already hung. The 16th Annual Youth Art Month, sponsored by the Selbyville Community Club, is taking place during the month of March and is centered around a special student art show at the Selbyville Public Library. I recently sat down with one of the event's organizers, Jackie Bates, to discuss this very special event. Here's my conversation with Jackie. Okay, I'm Dave Mall, and I am here with Jackie Bates of the Sellyville Community Club. Jackie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Okay, here's the question. What is Youth Art Month? Well, may I do a step back in time? <laughs> this, this was created in 1961. Crayola watercolors and crafts incorporated joined hands with the national art association to bring attention to the visual arts and art education in 69 it became youth art month to include secondary education what is youth art month locally in regards to uh i guess the town of selbyville and the indian river school district okay great question (laughs) and i could talk for hours on that (laughs) In 2004, the arts chairman at that time was Lou Creel, and she had a passion for art, and she believed that even a small town has budding artists that should have their work presented. And so she took her plan to the Selbyville Town Council and Mayor. They totally saw her explanation, her plan, the importance of art education, and how it would involve the community. So they joined hands. The public library said, hey, we have a building here that would be a wonderful forum for the display of this talent. And so that's how we began to grow. Um, As time went on, then we approached the teachers in the school district and Indian River was thrilled to have their children work presented. 
only selected ones go to Rehoboth's art show that's been around forever. And we felt it was time to honor Selbyville's. Um, and so um, because we are a small group, we kept it within the schools in the 1997 district. So that's the that's the the schools or the students. The um, the schools, particularly, and those students residing here. We know others go to another school, a couple other schools, but for the most part, it's Philip C. Shaw, uh, Selbyville Middle School, Southern School of the Arts, and Indian River. Why Indian River? Because most of the children from those schools move up to Indian River. And so they were included, plus there was a homeschool contingency out of Salem United Methodist Church. So students, those are the students that submit artwork for the show. And the artwork is eventually displayed where? Because you've been working on this the last few days. (laughs) I have. Interestingly enough, I'm going to do an aside here. When we first began, the club members would hold up pictures that the school would have. And the people would raise their hand and say, I like that. And raised hands warranted the winner. Now we are a juried show in which we have outside judges come in. The rubrics that are used, one was developed by the art committee and Jamie Moore, who used to be a resident artist as well as teacher here in Indian River. And the other point is that the students use these rubrics as well as the teachers through the year get them to evaluate their work. Look at this. You see, people think art is just a dash-off. The people who founded it, and we as an arts committee want to continue to pursue that, is it's a total involvement. That is why you see on the educational realm the adding to STEM, STEAM, the arts joined the core courses because the vision that children have through creating comes alive through their art. It's a way they perceive. They don't have to be quite in the box of accuracy like with math or some of the core things. And they can keenly express. And what's interesting, David, is that what these kids see through art has become outside uses. I don't think people realize their cell phones wouldn't be around if we didn't have people with art background doing the pics and the colors and the adaptations. So it's more applicable than people realize. So all this artwork will be on display and it's a Uh, wide range. Elementary school students all the way up to high school. Kinder through high. Will be on display at the Selbyville Public Library throughout the month of March, correct? It is. It's a national one month display. Mm -hmm. Um, Proclamations are made. Um, We have one that states it is designated. Youth Um, Art Month, right? Youth Art Month. I, I have to say that I had the opportunity to go over and look at some of the artwork a couple of years ago, and it, it was tremendous. So I encourage anyone who wants to see these works of art, you wouldn't believe how good some of them are. It's really, really tremendous. It really is. If I may add at this mm-hmm. point, you asked about the community. Mm-hmm. I would like your listeners to realize in today's economic times, many small libraries are being discontinued for whatever reasons. We are very proud and excited to be a part with Selbyville Library. The more people going through those doors to see the art and to look at books and to use a computer system helps to keep it a viable 
institution in this small community. And I think they're looking to the near future to make it become more of a community center. I can, I can speak from experience. The Selbyville Public Library is a terrific facility, and I can't think of a better place to, to host the artwork. Now, you've been working on the artwork for the last few days, right? Or did you we tell have, me you just finished We up? have finished curating. We were very blessed. You have an outstanding teaching staff in Indian River. I cannot say enough about these people who were busy. You know, um, as a retired teacher, I realized there was a limited amount of time in the classroom. And as you said, the community will not believe the talent that is revealed in the pieces that are already hung. And if I may, we have um, five judges this year, each with their own background. Um, three of them are active artists in their own right, and two others have been longtime Selbyville residents. So it's quite a process. The art is up. It is evaluated. Everyone does not win, but everyone does get a prize. Um, can you just talk a little bit about what what types of artwork are displayed? Because I know you've uh, this has been tweaked a little bit over the years, too. Well, it has, um, and the teachers, depending also on their desires and likes and what they have available in the classroom. Some teachers' kilns are non-existent now. Some have, you know, moved on to other areas. We have a lot of two-dimension. Um, we have chalk. We have pencil. Um, we have uh, linoleum blocks. Um, we have collages. We have three-dimensional pieces. Um, and... I mentioned earlier about the STEAM and the STEM when it came through with your educational program. This year we have added collaborative art. As a retired educator, I always knew that talking was important in the classroom and sharing of ideas. Happy to see it exist in your curricula and for a long time. Um, so this year we thought we would bring to the public what these students have collaborated on doing. Um, we have from kinder and second to ideas of what teachers perceived and were able to do with them. From middle school, we do know that the School of the Arts is known for its productions. I don't know if the public totally realizes who does the scenery and who does the background and the involvement. I've had the pleasure of watching students working together sharing ideas so i've i've seen i've had that pleasure too watching them create those backdrops for and it's really an impressive process you know it's beautiful david it's yeah. like you and i are working on something i'll say dave what do you think of this and you'll say you know what jackie that's great but could you what do you think about adding this it makes the product better so when you say collaborative, just to be clear, you're talking about um, pieces that groups of students yes. have worked on yes. together and have, quote, collaborated on. For example, the backdrop that Mr. Allred had brought from SDSA is a backdrop for the troll production. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen that kind of art before. Yeah. <laughs> and what was interesting for me is when it was going up, I'm going, oh my goodness, what, what do we have here? But someone who works in the library walked by and said, I just saw that on television the other night. The application of using collage with fabric and piecing it. When I, you have to step away. You have to look at art different angles. So this piece was a collaboration, I'm told, of 25 plus students. The kinder 
used a classroom. Teacher gave an idea, kind of like quilting. And then, okay, you get four colors to choose from, and everyone has a four, they voted on that, and then they put them together like a quilt. It's very interesting. Second grade used the point of what we've said, working together. They used the book dot, one dot. And, and the way they put it together. Um, and then, of course, we have the wonderful fashion show that the School of the Arts just mm -hmm. presented, yeah. made from duct tape. Come <laughs> and see. <laughs> very creative, right? Yes, very. <laughs> um, let me ask you, in addition to celebrating um, you know, the artistic talents of, of local students, does the event also, um, in a way, advocate for the importance of art in education? I try to. I take that form that when people come to the show, our show will be March 14th, Saturday. The time is from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. By 2.15, we hope everyone is in place and we will make presentations to the winners. Um, and we try, I try to educate as STEM came along. I informed people of that. Um, Mr. Allred again used steampunk the other year. Library had a book on it, we had it displayed, and the public grew into another knowledge of a piece of artwork. Um, and so I used that form. Yes, it was set up for the purpose of what are visual arts? What is the importance of us looking at the arts? You, and as I said earlier, it's a vision. How do I perceive this? Can I leave a mark? If I'm doing it for pleasure, do others see it the way I did? And if they don't, I don't really care. I did it for me. <laughs> and if you draw pleasure from it, good. Yeah. You've also mentioned that arts um, also can be a means for, for individuals to understand and actually communicate with each other. Yes. Talk a little bit about that, too, because I've heard you mention that before. Well, with the communicating, um, it's, this is what happens in a classroom. The teacher's dialogue. I might come up to you and say, I won't say, oh, that's a good piece, David. I'll say, David, why did you choose that color? And you will go, well, I'm feeling kind of down the dumps, and I chose dark. Or I wanted to express something good, and I see light here. And the same thing is with students, if they are put together like these collaborative projects. They are seeing things, and we all stand on a different corner, and the center project is the same, but from your corner, your perspective is different, so you would share with the person opposite, and that's how we get that good exchange. Yeah. Now, this is an award-winning program that it you is. guys run over there, and I want you to tell us about the Better Delmarva Award that you won two years ago. Okay. Well, if I may, I'm going to digress again. <laughs> I'll stick it in. Sure, go right um, In 2015... Delmarva Life, WBOC, came to Selbyville. They were interested in the history of the John Townsend house and who he, the statesman. Which is, the, just the for library. clarification, which is where the library yes. is housed now. So, yes. yes, yes. Well, then I informed them of the arts program. They felt it warranted a return. They interviewed five of the children, each from a different perspective. At that time, along with STEM, this one child had used digital art. She explained it. It wasn't coloring, it was very involved. The next student talked about the classroom teacher's impact and what 
he had brought and what the dialogue was to produce her winning piece. Then we had another child who was on a trip with her family and had taken a, an assortment of pictures. So we moved on through that. When Roger Marino attended Selbyville Town Meeting, he was excited to hear about the local program. And Mr. Marino not only has art in his background, but he could see the vision of it. Mount Air had always been a partner with support. And so he said, I think this warrants public attention. And so in 17, we were offered the Better Delmarva Award for a program that has consistently involved the community, taking pride in its children, and every year has improved on its vision. You've been on Delmarva Life a couple of times. Am I correct on that? Well, I'm going again Tuesday, so it will yeah. be oh. the second visit. <laughs> it will be the second visit coming up. Delmarva Life Tuesday. Yeah, so, so let's get that. Let's let's make sure we understand that. So this coming Tuesday, March third. March third, you will be featured on Delmarva Life. We again. will. That's great, and I will definitely be tuned in for that, and I hope our listeners will be too. So uh, now, last year for the show, um, a lot of students walked away walked away with quite a bit of prize money. Talk a little bit about that. I know, it was, I think it was around sixty nine students got awarded at least some kind of prize money or some type of award. Our goal is because it's art education benefiting all. It has been to increase our numbers as we've been able. And I will proudly say that the patrons here in Selbyville, and again, we've stayed mostly with the 19975. We did receive grants from WSFS at one point in time, but for the most part, local businesses seeing the value. The children have never done it for prize money. Again, it was my work is up. It, I am proud to have it displayed. But we felt that it deserved some sort of compensation. So yes, we've tried to, or, um, to give prizes K through 12, and it, the number of the amount, nobody knows because it changes every year. And it depends on the students. But um, some years we have more students and then we can award more prizes. Um, but the amounts do change depending on, number one, what the donations have been, yeah. and number two, um, they vary from the kinder through the senior. We feel senior works warrant, um, because of time and dedication, a difference. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, we've been very blessed, and the, and the loyalty of our patrons has remained and grown, and even in lean times, mm -hmm. they have found monies to support the children of Selbyville. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned it already, but, but I want you to go through it one more time. The event on March 14th. Yes. The Youth Art Month's program, the awarding of prizes, takes place on the second Saturday, which is March 14th. The library closes at 2, and so the program itself will be from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Mayor Clifton Murray has always been present to help me with the distribution of prizes and ribbons and we have for those who like refreshment we will have punch and cookies but we talk about what these children have gone through their dedication to art and um, then they get their recognition and the artwork will be on display throughout the month of March, It correct? does. Oh, I'm glad you asked that because in 2007, we had a thing called All Around Town. And 
the patrons enjoyed putting some of the art that we took to them in their windows yeah. so that they have them in display. The town of Selbyville had some, J. Con Scott, um, other businesses the banks have, um, and they have they look for it. In fact, the dentist next to the Mr. Kramer, Dr. Kramer next to um, the library, looks forward to it. We always try to find one with a beautiful smile yeah. for his dentistry. <laughs> but yes, please come. Please enjoy seeing them. Come back and sit like you do in a regular art gallery and just enjoy. I can't. I, I completely agree with that. If you, if if our listeners, I, I really encourage you to go see this artwork because you really will not believe how good it is. I, I can't stress that enough. And Jackie, before we wrap things up, is there anything else that you want the public or our listeners to know in general about Youth Art Month? Okay, if I may, I will say this. When monies are cut in education, art is something that is often seen to go. I would encourage you, and I've encouraged parents ever since I've taken over this chairmanship, to look at the value of art. Mr. Moreno, when he was with us, said how PRMC is encouraging many of their people to go back to school to take art, whether it's history or courses. Why? Because you see things differently when you're looking and you don't have confines of anything else. And this is what is beautiful about our program. And I would encourage you parents to support art in our schools and stand up for the art and for our children. Well, Jackie, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in and, and join us today. I know this is a program you're really excited about. I and, am. And I think it's uh, just a just a tremendous show that you guys put on over there. So, again, thank you for, thank you for coming in and talking to us about it today. Thank you for having me. Students who receive awards in the art show but cannot attend the event on March 14th may pick up their awards at any time at the Selbyville Public Library. I want to thank Jackie Bates for taking time away from her duties in curating the art show to speak with us about this special event. Before we wrap up this episode, the Indian River School District would like to offer its sincere and heartfelt thanks to our residents for supporting the major capital improvement referendum on February 13th. The measure passed by an all-time record margin of 3,019 votes. With this overwhelming level of support, it's obvious that residents recognize the district's need for additional classroom space and endorse the plan to solve the problem in the most equitable way possible. For that, we are truly grateful and pledge to provide the best possible learning environment for students for years to come. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps by searching IRSD. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.